The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? How is everyone doing? What is it? Monday afternoon, the days and the weeks are flying by. I'm Dave Van Auken with uh, my guy, Paul, the MMA Shark. What's up, brother? How are you? What's up, David? How you been, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. It was a a little bit of a weird weekend with no uh, kind of fights. And it's ain't that wild that sometimes that Bellator or like a PFL or, or another organization yeah. might not want to step in when a UFC is off on a weekend. I've always thought that sometimes bad management, right? Yeah, they got to take advantage of that. But as you saw, we still found a way to cash tickets this weekend. I love it. I, let's just way. go there. You just – it was great. That's one reason I keep on shouting it out there. So, guys, Paul, um, MMA Shark, uh, handicapper, not even just uh, MMA, but also boxing, but not even UFC, any LFA, any kind of – anything that you can bet on, right? How about Cage Warriors Friday? Cage Warriors. 7-0, right? 7-1. 7-1. <laughs> Sorry, I got to be one But three of them were dogs. I mean – we yeah. were just smashing Cage Warriors Italy, and we were just smashing it. <laughs> I love it. But uh, so where I was getting at the best, so Cage Warriors is over. Um, it's great when you subscribe, you get like a text. You get you send out texts to all the people that is underneath your umbrella, and all you're like, hey, there's like a little boxing thing going on tonight. Let's dabble in and on it, and you win everyone money. Um, man, yeah. that was insane. A little bonus there. Everyone loves yeah. bonuses. Hey, like I said, once you're subscribed with me and fists are flying, I'm going to find a way to make money. There doesn't need to be a UFC pay-per-view on for us to cash. I mean, we had a 17-unit weekend with no UFC, PFL, Bellator, or LFA. That's insane. I mean, insane. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Guys, if you have any questions, any betting questions, or just any uh, MMA questions, just jump in there. Go right ahead. We're also, this is going to be recorded for the audio uh, so out there in all podcast versions, but um, yeah, that's kind of gets get into it. So the weekend's over of nothing. We have a lot now coming up, especially over the next two, three weeks and the next five weeks, UFC 280, UFC 281, uh, UFC uh, Vegas. We know UFC Orlando is around the corner as well. So just a crazy time in mixed martial arts, Paul, is there, I always talk to you about this. I, I don't mind betting on a smaller show or a prelim of a show. It doesn't have to be a main event or the biggest name on the card. I just love, uh, you know, winning money, period, right? And like I said, prime example last weekend, what are we going to bet on? How do we make money? It was Cage Warriors in boxing. You know, yeah. this weekend, UFC Fight Night 62, Vegas 62, you look at the card and it's like, eh, you know, it's it's okay, I guess. Uh, I look at it as a look-ahead card, and I'm not going to fall for that. Literally, the biggest UFC of 2023 is in 12 days. Uh, But my focus isn't on that right now. You know, I've done my homework for that. My focus right now, other than a small amount of LFA on Friday night, is strictly UFC Vegas 62. And there's a lot of money to be made on this card. I mean... It's a great card, and there is. You know, I, I actually I looked ahead. I saw some of the odds. There was a couple 
there's a couple of dogs that really jumped at me. And then there's a couple of favorites that I say this all the time. You, you and I went back and forth. I don't mind just betting a straight up favorite. If he's minus or if she's minus 180 or in that 210 range. So you're definitely really talking about Pierre Rodriguez. Huh? You're talking about Pierre Rodriguez. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you want to give out the juice, man. It's too early. No, got- you know, when you said maybe if she's minus 180, Pierre Rodriguez okay. just stood out. Okay. Um, I'm, okay. a, I'm a Sam Hughes fan, so it's yeah. a tough one here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great card. And, you know, people are sleeping on it. Um, you know, Brandon Davis versus Mono Martinez, that's a hell yep. of a fight. That um, flyweight Oscar uh, Askarov versus uh, Oscar uh, Raw versus Dog. Raw. I mean, that is a war. That's yeah, a complete that's war. Uh, Misha Serkinov versus Alonzo Menafield. Someone's going to die in that fight. Uh, <laughs> someone's either getting knocked out cold or submitted, and it's a guarantee. So this is a super violent fight card on uh, Saturday night. I love Absolutely. it. I love the UFC's going back-to-back female headliners. That's pretty wild. That is pretty wild, especially this one. Neither name Grasso or Vivian. They're not mainstream names yet. So I feel like they're trying to make a superstar. You know, Dern is a big name, and even Non, I think now is getting it, especially a uh, you know that. right. I so I think this one they're trying to build a star. Uh, Saturday night, UFC Vegas 62. We'll talk a lot about UFC Vegas 62. Wednesday night, Ben and Bananas is back. Ryan Quinn, L. Wagman. I'm hopefully my guy, MMA Shark's going to be honest. You can uh, I'll be there. You know, I, criticize us on our party. I might be a little late for the party, but I will be there. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Um, Kind of a broad question I want to ask you. Kind of when you're, you just said you're doing homework and you're already kind of, you know, you got to look ahead maybe a little bit of UFC 280. You got LFA and you got the show this weekend. How do you kind of take all these shows at once? Is it really trying to, you know, lock your picks in and kind of do an event at a time and then like get away and then maybe take back? Because I, if I remember right, two weeks ago, you weren't really on Brendan Allen all week. And then all of a sudden the day of, you went heavy on Brendan Allen. I told you he can beat anyone in the world at any given time. Like he's just so yeah. talented. What kind of gets you back and forth on cards? You know, a lot of it's late data. Uh, how they look on the scale, who's judging the fight. Um, so the crazy thing is what changed my mind on the Jotko Allen fight was Chris Lee and Sal Diamato were assigned to that fight last minute. And Chris Lee and Sal Diamato are notorious for giving rounds to the guy doing enough to survive. And in my mind, Jotko was going to just be doing an- Jotko was never finishing Brendan Allen. There was zero chance of that. He's Brendan Allen is tough as it gets, but is on the wrong side of decisions all the time. Um, like when he fought uh, two fights ago to um, Australian. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. He's fighting this weekend. Oh, Jacob Malkoon. I Malcoon. think that Brendan Allen beat Malkoon. Um, and when I saw the judges that were assigned, I figured that these judges were more favorable toward Brendan Allen. Uh, so in my mind, if Allen didn't get the finish, which we did bet on Allen to get the finish, he was yeah. going to get the decision win. Uh, the judging just completely swayed away from Jocko's chances. I knew he wasn't finishing them. And, you know, Jocko was not going to do enough to win over Chris Lee or Sal Diamato. So uh, I don't just handicap fighters. I handicap judges. I handicap referees. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of – What a nugget. That is, is really, really intriguing to hear. I've never heard that anyone – that's talked to me about 
hey, the judges. But that makes a lot of sense if you really do think so about much. it. It makes so much wow. sense. So, wow. like, uh, and I don't want to mention too many specific judges. Sure. The same judges that were in the Mackenzie Dern Tisha Torres fight were not in the Mackenzie Dern Yon fight. And if they were, if they were, Dern was winning that fight 100% because wow. she fought the same. She yeah. fought the same fight she fought when she fought Tisha Torres. She got the nod versus Tisha Torres. And I think Torres beat her up just as much as Jan did. Uh, I, I, it's just how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a very solid strategy when it comes to judging assignments. You know, a lot of people ask me, why aren't you putting your picks out on a Monday or a Tuesday? You know, I'll pay an extra 10 in juice, an extra 15 in juice to solidify my call come Saturday. You know, if a fighter's one twenty now and they change to plus a hundred, do I really care that I gave up that twenty? No, not if we're winning. Right. So. Great, great point. Another thing you said there too, and it's a big, big deal. Uh, the scale, of course, how the fighters look in the way in pictures, even the face-offs. I, you know, you and I, we talk to a lot of people backstage and behind the scenes. Sometimes, sometimes you. There's, uh, you know, there, there's some real dogs out there. And then there's some, you know, guys that just want to post their picture on Instagram and say that they're in the UFC. So yeah. uh, sometimes the face-offs are a big deal. And it's like, whoa, you can just tell he or her are really into this one and maybe not vice versa. So you are, you got your strong leads during the week. You already did the homework and now judging scale and then a face-off that maybe can, uh, you know, switch it around a little bit or uh, how much does it have to take for you to be persuaded to move, to change off of a pick? Uh, well, it has to take a significant judging toll. Uh, I have to look at past fights, you know, Brandon yeah. Allen versus Malcoon. You know, those judges weren't part of it. Uh, you have judges that are notorious for scoring against guys that just try to survive around. Christoph Jocko is that guy. He's not finishing anyone. He's not finishing Brandon Allen. So that was enough to sway me there. Not having the same judges uh, as Dern and Torres in a fight that I think is going to a decision uh, was enough to not even sway me. I liked. It. I think me and you talked about it like yeah, Tuesday before, and I told you I was going to be on Yon. But you know, I went six units on her. You know, six units on a plus two sixty. Yeah. I better fucking damn well get that right because that's a lot of units to throw out right. on a dog. Right. So, right. and I parlayed her with Randy Brown, and then I parlayed Randy Brown with Pitbull. So that was a huge equation. Uh, and Bellator, I just went off. You know, we, we won money on every single fight. Uh, Juan Archuleta, five-unit hit to start it. Under nice. two and a half in the Pico fight. Got kind of lucky on that, but I guess you need to get lucky once in a while. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure, for sure. AJ McKee by decision, plus 400, cash it. And yeah. then, of course, Pitbull in the parlays. There was no way McKee was finishing Spike Carlisle, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan, in that fight. Um, yeah, I don't know who could finish Spike. I, you know, I don't think Francis Ngannou finishes Spike Carlisle, to be honest. Spike's so. a tough dude. He's a tough it dude. And... So tough. Yeah. Uh, so I talked to actually someone in the know too about AJ McKee and why he didn't get a title shot. I have the sense that AJ McKee won't be in Bellator for long. That's what I kind of got from that. Well, do you, or do, do you have any kind of takes on that? It depends how Stotts does. Um, if Stotts wins the Grand Prix, I think that's the fight to make. But I, I really feel like he's UFC caliber. He's ready yeah, for UFC. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. You know, more so I know the PFL would love to have him as well. Love to. He's got to miss weight like Aspen Ladd and, or lose four fights in a row to get to PFL. That's oh, PFL, man. you know. 
I'm not crapping on them, but you know, PFL is quickly becoming a retirement home. Wow. There you go. The shark. They had one huge signing this year that I will back and give PFL props to. Can you guess who it is? Shane Burgos. hundred percent. The hurricane Shane Burgos. Outside of that, what have they even done? You know, I, I, I just, PFL is just edgy. You know, ever since they pre-recorded a fight card, and the crazy thing is when they pre-recorded that card, I went 0-5 that night because I'm that good. I saw what the value was on the five dogs that had already fought, you know, right. a week prior. And it's crazy that I talked to the one on fight day. And I'm like, good luck tonight, man. He's like, yeah, I'm feeling good about it. I'm like, fuck, you already lost. You couldn't have, like, tipped me off? Wow. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. You know, like, that I'm seeing wild. guys that should be, like, I'm seeing guys that should be, like, plus 180 at plus 1,200. And I'm like, yeah, here's our value. You know, like they're all, yep. you know, small play. And we all got refunded when it came out. But, it, you know, ever since PFL did that, I, I have lost some respect for them. Um, and then Clay Collard, man, that was just the robbery of the century. Um, did you see it? It was earlier in the PFL season when Clay Collard got totally boned. Uh, I'm trying to remember who he fought. You know, I, I handicapped six. The first fights. one was was it not against Jeremy Stevens? It was the first one against. No, Robert? no, he beat Jeremy Stevens. He, he that Jeremy. was easy. It was his second one, Spanish fighter. I think it was Rodriguez. Oh, um, yeah, Martinez or Matthew Martinez. It, it was yeah. such like they literally stole a million dollars from Clay Collard. It was Crazy. absolutely disgusting, and um, just bad taste in my mouth. And they've got some great fights coming up, but. It's, it's yep. quickly becoming a retirement home. You know, as soon as Aspen Ladd missed weight, I said she's going to PFL. And then you see breaking news, PFL signs Aspen Ladd. So Crazy. Uh, I, I'm just waiting for them to sign Sam Alvey. Oh, man. God. He has a pet camel. Did you see that? What's that? Sam Alvey has a pet camel. Yeah, well, they smile back at each other. <laughs> I like Sam Alvey, too. We made a lot of money on Sam Alvey fights. Yeah. Betting yeah. against him and betting him to lose by decision because he is tough to put away. Um, but the question I got for you is: Do you sometimes feel like uh, I always hear this in football betting terms? Feel like you're walking into a trap when you feel like you're almost. They're like, wait a second, why is this person uh, not a big enough favorite or not a? Uh, wait a second, this person's an underdog, but maybe there's a reason why because they're really bad at jits and they're fighting. They're they're fighting against a great jits guy. Do you sometimes be like, wait a second, I'm not seeing the line where Vegas has it all the time. And time. with MMA, it's a little different than football. Um, for smaller cards such as Invicta and LFA, yeah. PFL prelims, the like I swear when I send my text out to you know three four hundred subscribers, we move the lines. Um, there's not thousands of people betting on them, you know. Dana right. White's contender series, maybe this year they gained some traction. But, you know, if I put a six-unit play out on the minus 180, that person's minus 250 within an hour or two. You know, wow. it happens all the time. Um, another reason that lines can look as weird as they are is just popularity. Uh, you know, Piotr Jan, for example, is minus 340, I believe. It hasn't really moved a whole lot. I think it's going to come down because a lot of people are going to be betting on the Sugar Show next week. Right. Um, right. As an underdog, oh, people are gonna be like, "Wait a second, really?" Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, oh this kid with the the kid with the goofy hair. You know, he's he's got to be worth it. And you know, 
maybe he is. <laughs> I'm not ready to. I, it's closer than it looks, that fight, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I've never lost a Piotr Jan fight. Uh, you know, I got him at the right time and went against him at the right time. Um, we cashed big on Aljamain Sterling twice. If the first time was fluky, he solidified that it wasn't fluky the second time. Sure. And everyone subscribed to me will attest that, you know, we nail Aljamain Sterling fights. And I'm so pumped for his fight with Dillashaw. Um, I talked to him two days ago and he said he's ready to be a backpack for 25 minutes if that's what it takes. Yeah. Uh, best best fight camp of his life. But we've seen him get caught by people like Marlon Marias, and we saw him lose to Sunsau. So he's not invisible, but he's very good. Uh, I think that's going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah, I cannot wait. That fight is being really, really uh, overlooked because the card well, is so course, good from top to bottom. Alvera, the main yeah. event and then Sugar Show in front of them. It's kind of being overlooked. Um, so a lot of money coming in on Oliveira. So many bets are coming in on Oliveira. Yeah, and, I, I, I'm actually, you know, not to give too much away, and it's going to be a huge week next week. I, I think I like Oliveira. I do. I'm a, I'm a Charlie Olives guy. Just a, I love a him, I love him as a fighter. I love him as a champion. Yeah. But it, it, my, you know, my job is to get that fight right. Like, that's a fight right. I have to get right. There is no way in hell I'm giving out a play on that fight yet. Yeah. <laughs> One, he missed weight last time. So if he makes weight, he landed in Abu Dhabi today, which is great. But how do we know what he's going to look like on the scale? You know, what version of Charles Oliveira is going to... He's actually misweighed six times. It kind of gets overshadowed. Sure. Uh, not, a not a lot of people know that. Uh, he's at his peak right now, you know, and he, he's phenomenal. Uh, Islam is very good. Not fought the level of competition of Charles. So there's a lot that has to pan out there before my play's in. And my play will probably come out at about 10 p.m. on August or on October 22nd. But that's Love a fight it. I have to get right. I've got to get that fight right. Very true. Um, a big deal. Let's go kind of real back to Sugar Show and Peter Yan. And I heard about it on a podcast today, and it makes a ton of sense. I think another thing that's being overlooked in that fight is only three rounds. Like Peter Yan has not fought a lot of three-round fights in the UFC, no. especially over the last two years. I think that is a big, big deal because he usually loses the first oh, round to almost everyone. He is such a slow starter. So – yeah, if, if he gives Sugar the first round, and now he's got to win two and three, and then if you give O'Malley confidence, and if, if O'Malley, you know, sometimes this happens all the time, he could even lose round two, but O'Malley could get a nice one-two and kind of knock Jan down, and almost would lose eighty percent of the round, but maybe wins it because of a knockdown. Right, I'm intrigued. I think Sugar Show yeah, could steal. I, I cannot wait for that fight. That's a great fight. Likely, likely that's going to be a very small play. Uh, I will say that O'Malley looked like shit his last fight and honestly yeah. got lucky that he won the way yeah. he did. Uh, yeah. We were against him and we were on a clear path to victory before the illegal blow came. So uh, both of them looked like shit last fight, actually. I mean, let's be honest. Aljamain ragdolled Jan. So everyone thought that Jan was just going to knock him out in the first round. And that was never, ever, ever even an option. Never a possibility. Wow, so, that's UFC 280. UFC 281 yeah. is like a couple weeks after that. I love that card as well, too. Everyone, and I, Every, I don't it, disagree. Just, 280 is great. I own yeah. 281 with Chandler and Poirier and oh. Izzy and uh, Alex Piera. And then, uh, you know, the Way Lee Crowning. Yes, the Way Lee Crowning in the co main okay. event. And they got some I great know. fights on that as well. Then a couple weeks after that, you got Bo Nickel, UFC 282. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a minus twenty two hundred in the UFC, which is just crazy. But um, yeah, anyway, I love that I'm getting this hot right now because 
we're legitimately going into the top, top, yeah. top season. Yeah. You know, we've got the Bellator Grand Prix. We've got the PFL champion, the finales. Uh, and that's a card to be excited about. You know, they're giving away Love nine million. Card. Love it. Absolutely. Larissa Pachenko fighting Kayla Harrison. I mean, wow. Uh, but the UFC, I mean, there's seven UFCs left this year. We've yeah. got the big UFC Orlando coming up. And, you know, that card's looking even better and better. I mean, there's fights on that that me and you know about that aren't even released yet. Yep. That, that fight, that card, oh, my God. You yeah. know, they're going all out on that one. Uh, but I mean, what would past- what, you say? Oh, I, I, I said they're going all out for Orlando. They are. They are. Prime time, I'm- 7 p.m. card. It, it's just the Amway Center is going to be rocking. I cannot wait. We'll be there together. Uh, yeah. Orlando, Florida, December 3rd. Another fight. To me, this will be really tough to handicap. Uh, I went back and forth because I like both guys so much. And I think they're both in a weird way underrated. Calvin Cater, Arnold Allen, that's in three weeks as well. That is a great Easy main event. Money. Easy, huh? money Easy, Easy money there. Easy money there. Quote wow. me. Easy. Like, so okay. easy. Can't make a play yet, but so easy. Okay. I love it. I love uh, yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not thinking twice on that one. Okay. I, nothing, it's going to take the, you know, my guy that I, that I know is going to win that fight is going to have to like show up limping on the scale or be in renal failure for me to change my mind on that one. Okay, um, I like it's it. Not, it's not going to be close. So when fight announcements like that get announced, you already have a a catalog history of each fighter. So you, when that fight gets announced, you have a strong lean one way or another, kind yeah. of almost um, instantly. Yeah, I, I immediately like to make my own line before I even look at the line. I like love doing. Me too. Me too. I don't want to know the line. I don't want to yeah. know the line until I have my lean. You know, uh, here I'll give a prime example. Rafael Asuncao is fighting Victor Henry this Saturday. And in my mind, I figure that Rafael Asuncao is going to be like plus 500. You know, he's lost five straight, hasn't won since he beat Rob Font in 2018. Victor Henry just came out as a plus 500 underdog and threw like 500 significant strike or landed 190 out of 500. Like came out like a freaking madman. And, you know, I see the line now. It's crept down. A sunset was plus 220 with Victor Henry minus 270. Like, what are they thinking? You know, I'm still not laying it, but, you know, I like to look at lines and, you know, before. How about the why is Mike Jackson fighting Pete Rodriguez? I know we're going to touch on that Wednesday night. Yep. Uh, when I was doing cage fights in PA, I wouldn't even put that fight on my preliminary card. And it's starting the UFC card. Wow. You know, we have. Mike Jackson, Jackson. I don't get why he's in the UFC. He's a lawyer. Well, he's he's in the UFC because they wanted to pave the way for Mickey Gall to fight CM Punk. Um, Mickey Gall dropped him and submitted him. Then he fought Dean Barry. They literally put him in that fight to get knocked out cold by Dean Barry. You know, the new prolific striker, karate fighter that's going to take over the UFC. And Dean Barry got reckless, hit him with three nut shots and gouged his eye, lost, got cut. So somehow Mike Davis finds himself or Mike Jackson, Jackson. finds himself still in the UFC at one. And Mike one. Davis he, will be in the UFC for a oh, long, yeah, long time. Can you believe I faded him? What, what was they thinking? I, I saw it. I saw it. I know it happened. It was still a winning night. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I am never you, when I admit when I lose a fight ever. ever absolutely. Ever. It happens. It happens. So when you get, and that's funny. That's this kind of hit on that too. So when that, you lean the wrong way and you go against Mike Davis. 
does he have like kind of a a new pop respect for you? You'd be like, okay, I I cannot wait for the next one to go with it. Or sometimes it's like, man, that person is a great matchup. I can't wait till he fights another guy. And now more people will be on one side or another, not even on Mike Davis's side. But I'm just throwing it as an example. And you still right. are gonna fade him again next time because you really didn't he didn't win you over yet. Oh no, he won me over in that fight. I and I knew he was really good. I yep. was just worried about the opponent's striking. We talked about it. I said, you know, yep. alpha male striking coach, he's for real. Yep. And, you know, if he wasn't able to get the takedowns he got, we were going to have a whole different trajectory in that fight. Right, right. So it, it was a closer fight than it looked, but, you know, it was the wrong side. You know, I should have – I'm tight with Fusion XL. I, I, I rarely go against Fusion XL. So, um, But the main thing right now to me is, you know, Aaron Judge hitting his 60-second home run was huge. He was waiting on that. I'm at 393 units this year. So to hit that 400 units, you know, I'm going to have to chug something. You know, we got the chug squad in our OG chat. I'm going to have to do something, right? Light off a firework or yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. You know, I, I, I was at plus 320 at the end of August, and now we find ourselves plus 393. That's so, insane. Insane. yeah, I mean, it, stop reading the results, guys. Sign up. Code bananas25. Yeah. Underneath there, guys, we have a banner at the big bottom. Go to the MMAShark.com. Use that promo code BANANAS25. Uh, a lot of the guys that sign up through Fight Bananas, I see them commenting on some of the posts saying, best decision I've made all, all month, and glad I switched over. Like, these are real people. They're not They're not iRobots, you know? <laughs> I have an like 82% subscription retention right now, and I got to be doing something, right? So, you know, use that code, and it's like $84 for the month. And, you know, it's you're getting so much value out of it. Like I said, whenever I can find something to make money on, we're doing it. And I'm probably going to have somewhere around 20 plays on Saturday. And then, of course, it's all hands on deck for uh, the 22nd. It's definitely the card of the year. I don't even think there's a close second there. Uh, two more things I kind of I one we'll, We're going to do a guessing game. I like it a lot because I, I you texted me something and it's close, but I'll go somewhere else. Not um, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. I think that's two weekends away. 29th. The 29th. The line has climbed down. You know, you don't have to give out a pick. Which way are you kind of thinking about it? Lean and just kind of some thoughts on the Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. Are you going to make a big play on that or just, okay, wow. My, I, I'm not, I'm not putting it in there yet. yet. Uh, put it this way. My subscribers will totally not be mad. I'm going with Anderson Silva. No one pays me to be a boxing handicapper. They pay me to be an MMA handicapper. Yeah. Anderson Silva is not losing to Jake Paul. Wow. It's, it's I love not it. happening. Cut it's that not up. Happening. Make this a post. Cut it up. I love yeah, it. It's, yeah. <laughs> Anderson Silva will beat Jake Paul. It may <laughs> be by decision. It may be by knockout. It won't be by submission. Um, but, uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm going to pay the 85 bucks to watch it happen. Absolutely. We, I think we all will. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. Orlando's main event, Kevin Holland, wonder boy Thompson. I've kind of looked, I haven't seen any lines out there. Let's guess the lines. Let's have fun. Um, let's kind of, uh, whoever gets closest at a mean, you get to win. Maybe we'll, someone will have to, we'll honor, honor Instagram stories. We'll tell the other person how they're the greatest ever. You're my guest, so I'll let you – you want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. okay. Uh, Wonderboy minus 130 with a comeback on Holland at plus 110. Minus Wonderboy plus 110 Holland. 
What do you got? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm going to go. I'm going to switch it around. I'm going to take Kevin Holland as the favorite here. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Kevin Holland. Uh, minus 135. Okay. And I got uh, Wonder Boy at 115. Okay. And there's no lines out anywhere on this yet, right? No, I haven't seen it at all. And I've been searching. I'm so that'd be a fun game. There we go. We are guessing the lines. UFC Orlando's main event. I'm looking for Kevin Holland, a minus 135 favorite. And uh, Wonder Boy comes back as the dog. <laughs> yeah. I, and I mean, the offensive striking of Wonder Boy is there. If Holland's able to get the uh, takedowns, I, I would agree there. And by saying that I think uh, Wonderboy is going to be favored does not mean that I think he's going to win the fight. Of course. Uh, we, yeah, this is just what we think the lines will be. Yeah. There is no line for that fight yet. Nope. No. But we got a Bo Nickel Jamie Pickett line. Figure that shit out. W- what is it right now? Uh, minus 24. No, I'm sorry. Minus 1950 with a comeback on Pickett of 1250. God, that is so crazy. Dude, Jamie Pickett's been around the block. He's long. He's lean. He can throw. Man, that is crazy. There's a, you know, another good thing is when there's this much UFC, it's so easy for the odds makers to make a mistake. Yeah. You know, I'm looking right now. Some of these lines, Cody Durden versus Clayton Rodriguez is plus 200. In what world is Cody Durden plus 200? I mean, he just murdered JP Buys. You know, he's a good fighter. Um, Jared Vanderina is only plus 150 versus Waldo Cortez Acosta. That makes no sense. But, I mean, there's so much that goes into this that, you know, maybe when I dig into it, it's it's going right. to make sense. Hey, I saw uh, Benio Zeriush is a huge underdog. Like, God. That's a fun one, that. too. We'll definitely Wait. talk about that. That's next week. Last fun question for you. All right. What do you think – is the main event of UFC 282 December Las Vegas. What's the last main event of the year? So 282. All right. So you're not talking about the one they just announced today in Rio. You're talking about the Vegas one, the December card. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 83 is Rio, right? Uh, 84 yeah. is it Perth. That's going to be the Volkanovski one. That's, 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 uh, who's Volkanovski going to be fighting on that card if you had to guess? Because that's de- in Perth. It's definitely built around city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably Josh Emmett. Probably. You think Yair? Yeah, I would, I'd go Yair over Emmett. Yeah. I, I'd go Yair over Emmett. Um, <sighs> it, it can't be Max again. There's no way. No, 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 no. Like it's one of those two guys. I think the card is going to be so big. You can that's yeah, it, the, that you can sneak Josh Emmett on that main event card because of where it's at. I don't think he could. I mean, it, does he deserve it? Record-wise and recent fight-wise, yeah. yeah. But he wouldn't have a pre- – I mean, he'd be like plus 900 in that fight. It, it's not even fair. <laughs> At least Yair – but then well, again, Yair, I, I think Yair, Yair can win that fight. What's Yair that? All right, back to you. What's your UFC 282 main event? What? What? Because it's kind of right. like a mystery. Yeah, I have my yeah. two cents, but – I have my two cents, but they've got to get their shit together and announce it like right now. They can't wait another month. John uh, Jones, Stipe Miocic. Or John Jones and Nganu. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think Nganu's ready. Okay, then it's Jones and Stipe. Okay. Uh, that's they, gotta think... together. they gotta announce this like in the next couple weeks. Yeah, that's think... a fight. You gotta market that heavily. 
Yeah, I I would assume the announcement comes the weekend of UFC 280. I I could deal with that. Yeah, that'd be good. Because like they'll have a lot of people on the eyes on the thing. Because yeah. that's the if that's not the fight, what fight main events that card? I I don't know what other fight. Be Leon Edwards versus someone. Uh, Edwards maybe. Usman March in uh, England. You heard it here first. Okay, I could deal with that. UFC 285. Uh, now, you imagine if they give Edwards the rematch versus Usman in England. That would make he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what's gonna. He's what got me on my streak. You know, I lost that fight on August 20th, the brutal head kick in the end, and I've just been on a a vengeance tour since then, hitting cards at 87 and a half percent. So I feel like I got knocked out by that head kick. I forgot the only other fight that could, and it could be on the card regardless. They could do Glover and Yuri as the main event. That, of that is on the card. No, that's already announced on the that that's on the card. Okay. Yeah, so, that fight's official for December. My question jo- is, is it the main event? I don't think it is. If Jones doesn't happen, I think that has to be the main event. Well, I'm a huge Glover Teixeira fan, and I like Yuri Prokhoska, but at Glover, let's face it, there was like one way Glover was losing that fight, and it's exactly how it went down. Right. He uh, he proved he can hang with them. I just don't know if he can do it again. But yeah, that fight's official. That fight's happening on that. Maybe not announced yet, but that you heard it here first. That here that fight's happening. All the MMA Shark guys, I'm telling you guys, please go to the MMAShark.com today. Sign up. Use the code Bananas25. Uh, Paul will be with us all, all month long. You're gonna be seeing a lot of them, a lot of podcasts, a lot of videos. Uh, we'll do a free play every now and then, but guys, don't take the free play. That's just one play. Uh, it's great how he communicates with you. Like this weekend, guys, 20 plays in one card. Sometimes it's an over-under. Sometimes the, he I hit he goes to the prop store. He sees yeah, a nice little submission on the second shelf. Hits yeah. Jillian the Savage Robertson, second round sub. Come on, guys, stick with the MMA Shark. Go get it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I look forward to it. The, the best is yet to come. I cannot wait to hit that 400 unit mark. Uh, my goal is to hit 450 by the end of the year. And I think it's a very realistic goal because I'm averaging yeah. about 35 units a month. I had a 93 month, uh, 93 unit February, uh, some 50 unit months, some losing months. You know, July the slightest, August was bad and it's been murder since then. So we're going to keep crushing it. We're going to keep cashing tickets. You're subscribed. You see it firsthand. You see what I do. You know the results are real. Love it. Love it. You uh, definitely have a believer in me. Hopefully more believers come. Guys, fight bananas. Show some love right now. Paul, the MMA Shark. Put in the code bananas25. And uh, Paul, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, We'll talk to you Wednesday night. All right, my man? Yeah, I might be a little late to that party. But Wednesday night, we'll, we'll be on betting bananas. Sounds good, bro. Talk to you soon. 